As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, we're hopefully going to think of things to say because we're playing it fast and loose on another episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm. Yes, apathetic, spelled A-P-A-T-H-E-T-I-C, enthusiasm, E-N-T-H-U-S-I-A-S-M, Put them together, Apathetic Enthusiasm, only here on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and every other podcast app that is out there. You can find us basically anywhere, but only here, wherever it is that you found it. Only here in the place where you're listening and or watching right now. Uh, how do you feel about the term wherever you get your podcasts? What uh, I, I know I've seen some discourse out there on Twitter, various places where... Uh, I maybe it was an NPR thing where they said, "Can we retire any place you can, any place you find your podcasts at?" And the question is, the answer is no. The answer is, what else are you supposed to say? What yeah, what is I don't know it? What, there's a good answer there. What is an appropriate thing to say other than that? Unless you're just that, saying, like, just pick a place, just pick a place and stick with it. I I think the alternative is. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Audiophile, on Podbean. And then just like <laughs> you can find us at www.apatheticenthusiasm.com slash uh, backslash HR37 429. <laughs> like, yeah. It, yeah. There's, there's, there's no good, succinct answer when podcasts still operate off an rss feed and are can really be duplicated across hundreds of different applications so, so many things yeah. to answer your question twitter <laughs> i think that is i think that is the best answer right wherever you get your podcast if 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 you're if the podcast is done all right all right Hi, we'll get into social media links later. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm Travis. He's Brandon. How you doing? Welcome hey, to the show. <laughs> We're just getting into the hot takes real early. It's so hot, too hot to handle. Ooh, it's a hot take minute. Hot take intro. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
uh, our new feature I was gonna of say, apathetic enthusiasm. I was going to say, <laughs> if you're doing it right, then your podcast should be wherever you get, you get your podcast, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're expanding your reach, you're, you're broadening your horizon. Joe Rogan can't say wherever you get your podcast. He can't say that. Because the question is, is he doing it right? Because he got a fat dollar contract, uh, so he can only get his stuff on Spotify. <laughs> or are you know we doing it right? Because you can get it wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. That's that's the question. Arguably, let us know what you think in the chat. Uh, Barnyard Crews up in the chat. Thanks. We're making way more money than him. Arguably, so much, so much money. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? You think? I think we're doing all right. I think we're doing all right. I think I think so. I think so. I think one of the things that I want to do is figure out the sponsorship stuff, figure out some advertising. Once I'm finished moving, then I can I can focus on that because I think it's also going to tie into my post military career <laughs> to to Yeah, to, yeah, well, absolutely. To, and I I think the onset of yet another Rick and Morty season feels like the right time, uh, the prime time yeah, for, for making that move. Our, 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 if, if you listen to Intermental RSS, which by the way, if you listen to this show and don't listen to Intermental RSS, God bless you. Just <laughs> good for you. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, that show is, that show is literally built in such a way that it, perfectly would facilitate ads if we just took the time to secure them we just took the time yeah well well anyway enough of that though let's actually get into our social media links travis oh okay follow us on twitter at apathusiast i'm juggle he's at barnyard cruise yeah that's that's it just follow us on twitter (laughs) Uh, you can also find (laughs) us on facebook facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show or email us apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com we love all your emails that you guys send us all the time uh, apathetic underscore enthusiasm is where you can find us on Instagram and this podcast as well as all of our others are available at apathetic enthusiasm.com. Thank you to those watching live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. If you couldn't catch the show live Monday nights, uh, eight ish PM central time, then head over to youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. We can find video versions of all of our podcasts. Finally, buy our love. You know you want to head over to our Tee Public store. Uh, that's apatheticenthusiasm.com slash shop where you can get a curated collection of all of our shirts, our favorite shirts, shirts with our faces on it. Uh, also go to Patreon, patreon.com slash apatheticenthusiasm where you can <laughs> support the show directly uh, by our love. Uh, Brandon, I don't know if he's doing like a video of us podcasting. I don't know. If, I don't know if he's like in- inceptioning. He's, he's got something going on with his phone. Um, also you go to, go to Blueberry, start your own podcast and use the promo code AEPOD, A-E-P-O-D to get lots of percents off on your first month. So many percents. So many, so many, so many percents. No, what I was doing, Travis, uh, was I was, I was looking at my phone as you were talking and I realized when I'm looking at my phone, my head is down like this. Right. And that's rude. That's rude. That's rude. Uh, and so every, instead every put, middle schooler knows you can't just my look down at your crotch phone up to the camera <laughs> so just, 
and th- that way it looks like I'm looking at yeah, the camera. That's that's not rude at all. That's that's the perfect way to I'm, do a podcast. I'm totally I'm totally listening hey. to you. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> Pay no attention oh. to the the black mirror up on the screen. That's right. Um for those for those of you in our video audience, uh you may notice a longtime fans of the video podcast uh will notice a slight difference in Brandon's uh surroundings he is he is in the same room but with way less uh dust collecting swag uh <laughs> as it looks like you're you're packing up there bud you're 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 slowly but steadily uh getting it all get all packed up look at you that's right is this, is this it is this the last is this the last episode in this location or um i mean i don't i don't want to hold you to anything no i think this uh, i think the next rick and morty episode will be the last one um because oh good because we only put those out like once every couple of months so <laughs> this one i i had a ton of boxes and bins in my garage and i moved those over to the new house a couple weeks ago i was originally going to have people come this weekend this coming weekend put a bunch of stuff in the u-haul and then uh, take it up to the new house well, the people that I wanted to ask for help, they're actually on vacation this week. And I feel bad, like, getting family to come down here to help move and then driving yeah. back. So I, we just decided to to postpone a week. Uh, and then, and then so next week will be the last episode of whatever we do. And then yeah. we'll start basically right after that. Right after that in, in May, we'll be there. Woo! Scene change, new new environments. Yeah, there'll be new a, virtual me, backgrounds. Behind me, there'll be a, a big window with with. Oh, so you'll be like nastily backlit. No, like, no. Check this out, Travis. That room, because Chelsea, a wonderful wonderful woman, she installed these Levalor Levalor blackout curtains, blackout blinds. That room. Like this shirt is is a is a is a glow in the dark shirt. This Jason lives, Jason Part Six yeah. shirt is a glow in the dark shirt. If I turn off the light, even even in even in the middle of the day, Travis, and I pull those Levelor blinds down, this shit glows. It, it glows, so bright, so glowy, so 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 bright and glowy. Uh, well, that's exciting. That's exciting. So you're gonna um, put like Jason uh, glow in the dark paints on your blackout blinds? Or... That's essentially. No, it'll, that's it, essentially. Yeah, I'm sure you put posters. <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, I did take my router to the new house. So if I start glitching, <laughs> let me know, and I will switch to a hotspot yeah. instead. You you you've glitched a couple times. Okay. So far we've played it cool. We've we've played it off. But uh, you know, if if it gets real bad, we'll 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 cross that bridge when we get to it. I'm shutting this off. Um how you keep what's, what's your stress? Oh, it's it's happening. <laughs> oh, no. Uh what's your what's your stress level like right now in terms I mean, I know moving can be very stressful. You're you're having to do all this on your own, you know, you're in one house, you're purchasing and well, you've purchased another house to move all these things you're fixing things up you've you're posting on social medias about fixing doors and things like that how how's all of that going for you 
That is going pretty good. I mean, what was the stress level when you moved into your house? And I'll let you answer that question as I switch to my hotspot. As, 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 uh, well, for me, for me in my house, uh, we, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't super stressful moving in. Uh, the purchasing of it was a little bit more stressful because it was, it was peak COVID times. And so we had to, um, find a house which uh you know in the market is is a little more challenging but um i don't don't know that it's that much better or worse now for you in the market than it was when i was trying to find a house um i I mean you managed to do it you managed to get in there right before those interest rates bumped up so congrats on that skyrocketed yeah you're right you're right yeah i did i did i got lucky travis is, is basically what happened and in the house, the the owners that we bought the house from, they only they only took three bids, um, which mm. I think they wanted to get out of there as, as quickly as possible. But anyway, anyway, because of the ghosts, right? Well, okay. Well, that's a different story. Let me just <laughs> let me just say, I think with my stress levels rising from from needing to move out of this house, move, moving into the new one, uh, pl- replacing the floors, getting new appliances. Uh, all in like my job stuff at the same time, I think it's manifesting itself in weird, abnormal ways. Chelsea was at the new house and I was down here in San Pedro by myself. And I, I got wing stop and I was going to, I was going to paint and I was going to paint and just watch a movie. And so well, what movie do I want to watch? And uh, I, I went on, like went HBO Max and Netflix, and I went. I was, you know, what, let me watch. Let me go to Shutter, and I was looking at the movies on Shutter, and I'm like, oh no, that seems too creepy for me right now. Yes. So for those audio listeners, <laughs> the, the the unspoken uh, look on my face was like a oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> the audio listener Travis made a face like what? Oh, what? Right creepy too creepy for me that i was like nah i don't want to i don't want to watch any of those movies too creepy for me i ended up watching evil dead 2 dead by dawn which is not a which is just a funny movie more than it is scary um now so now fast forward a couple days later uh when i'm at the house i'm uh, my my uncle and my my dad they helped me replace a door like door frame a lot of work uh and i'm closing up it's nighttime they've all left it's this brand new house. It's empty. It's echoey. It's pitch black. I told about those blinds being pitch black. Yeah. And there's this long hall from the living room that leads to like directly to the bathroom. And my shirt, I'm wearing an evil dead shirt that glows in the dark. <laughs> and there is just, uh, I have to pee. So I go walk down the hallway and I'm like, and I see myself in the mirror. I'm like, ah, oh, this is creepy. I'm so why am I so creeped out right now? Also, my uncle was describing in one of the rooms, it's a four bedroom house. In one of the rooms, there's these things called chair rails. I don't know if you know what chair rails yeah. are. Yeah, okay. sort of like a like a sort of wooden decorated decorative molding around the uh the midpoint of the walls. Yes, right. To four wheelchairs so they don't scuff up the walls. There's only one of the four rooms in my house that has chair rails and 
stress manifesting itself in weird ways. I'm like, why is there only one room in this house that has chair rails? What happened in this room? Who lived in this room? Did an old person die in this fucking room? Right. And, and so I just, I just left. Uh, and I'm just like, man, I need to, I need to talk I, to somebody. <laughs> I, I really want to just like set the record straight on chair rails. Like, I don't think they're specifically for wheelchairs. I think, I think it's, I think it's just for like chairs, like, like in a dining room, you have chair rails around <laughs> so that like, if you like scoot your chair out, it doesn't hit the wall. It hits the chair. Like, I, I believe that is the, the Victorian purpose. I mean, that, the, I mean, that's probably true, but, but it's also possible that a disabled person died in that one room and only that one room. <laughs> yes. And, and that that's will why we now be your child's bedroom. And that's why we had to replace the carpet because there was probably remnants because of, of sp- the death everywhere. Yeah. Spirits. Is that, is that your podcast room? <laughs> the death room? No, 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 no. Oh, man. I, I'd be creeped out every time I was in there. If I, if that happened, man. <laughs> ah, well, that's good. That's good. Um, hopefully no, no more hauntings or, or maybe some, who knows? Uh, who knows? Time will tell. Time will tell. Keep us, keep us updated on the podcast. But let me, let me, let me talk about, let me talk about my house. All right. Cause I'm all right. We have been doing stuff to it. I talked about taking the carpet out, replacing it with laminate flooring, uh, replacing the the door in my office that goes directly out to the backyard. Um, there's there's been l- these these things that we've been doing to the house, and initially we bought the house, and uh, I think anytime you buy something that expensive that is going to put you in the hole forever, uh, basically until yeah. you die, that there's a little bit of buyer's remorse in like any little thing you see is, is kind of a buyer's remorse. Like, Oh crap. Oh, like we got ourselves in too deep for something that is not perfect. Right. Um, and just doing these little things is really changing it slowly, slowly, but surely getting positive. So in our backyard, we have, I think I may have talked about it before. We have lots of plants and trees. We have a a lime and an orange and a lemon tree, got artichokes and squash and all this, all these things. There's this big ass artichoke. If you go to my Instagram over at Barnyard Cruise, there's a, a big ass artichoke that that bloomed off the plant. And it just like yesterday, Chelsea and I were, um, we were just finishing up, just doing some around the house stuff up up at the new house. And uh, her mom and her brother in law left. And it was just her and I, and we're in the backyard. And the squash plant just, it vines and it goes, it gets on just out of control. And so we went back there and we were just trimming it up and making it look nice. And we harvested that artichoke and it was like, ah, ah, it's like we're looking <laughs> to our golden years. Look at us. Look at us <laughs> choking each other in the backyard. Just, uh, do you eat that artichoke? No, 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 no. We had, we have to soak it. Uh, we're, I'm told that you're supposed to soak it in some kind of vinegar solution uh, to get rid of all the bugs that like to hang out in the leaves of the artichoke. Oh, that's that's probably a smart first step. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you a big fan of artichokes? Uh, not a huge fan, but artichoke dip. Chelsea makes pretty good artichoke dip. Um, there you go. Usually, there you go. it's a you use a canned artichokes, <laughs> so probably one is not going to be good enough. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. We'll what see. A, 
Keep us posted on the uh, artichoke situation. What, what I do, one thing that I, I like, I'm eating a lot of oranges. And I'm not worried too, I'm not worried too much about the bugs. I, I used to, like, cuties, I'd be like, oh, I'd like, buy them from the store. I'm like, it's probably got flies and bugs in them. But for some reason, the, my Inside orange, the cuties? Yeah, I don't know. I, it's a weird, it's stress. I'm sure it's manifest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I mean. I've eaten a lot of store-bought oranges. I just, I feel like I've very rarely had bugs inside of them. Very rarely, but you have. But not never. Yeah. Also, don't get me started on Wal- Walmart pre-prepared salads. <laughs> oh, God. Ugh. I won't. Kinda, kinda, I found a ladybug in it. Oh, that's cute. Was it dead? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I ate one, too. <laughs> like, oh, this pepper... It's kind of red. It's, it's, a it's red... kind of it's peppery. <laughs> no! <laughs> As your jaw closes, like trying to hold it open. Um, we do have, we do have ladybugs, but we have a lot of aphids, so it's good. So we're gonna try to get more ladybugs in there. Anyway, trade off there. The oranges, the oranges you buy from the store, the cuties, the the mandarin oranges, whatever. Very very round, right? And very, yeah, like the the skin is tight. It's tight, tight, it's tight. It's 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 the GMOs that <laughs> that that do that for you. It's very 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 tight. Uh, orange peels. Uh, when so the first time I looked at an orange on my tree, I was like, these are all wrinkly and they're like they're shriveled, right? I'm stupid, man. I don't I don't know what a real fucking orange is supposed to look like. <laughs> and so they, so they, so Chelsea's like, no, like that's how they're supposed to be. And so I, so I took one off and then I, then I peeled it and like the peel like comes right off. It's, it's amazing. It's just, it's so easy and it just tastes so delicious. It's got lots of seeds, but I'm like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And then that's I, just, I, that's just one step away from more orange trees. Yes. And then I, then the lime tree, I, I took I took a lime off, Ooh. Ooh. cut it cut it open, vodka tonics baby. I was just gonna say the 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 amount of refreshing summer beverages in your future. Oh it's, my god, it's endless. Guess what we're uh, having when you come visit, dude. Cannot wait. I was just I was just thinking the other day. I was like, I need to get some vodka because it's warming up and it's time for some refreshing summer beverages. So yeah, vodka tonics. I'm gonna gonna make. We may have to we have to make the sh- the shift uh, from from our from our wintry <laughs> fall uh, black label to uh, summer summer beverages uh, on the podcast, which is a good idea because I, I I finished it up because I was like oh, I'm about to move I don't want to it was in a, it was a I know, my my bottle's almost gone too so yeah. it's the timing is perfect yeah it was in a de- de- decanter and I'm like well I can't move a decanter full of Johnny Walker. So I'm like, eh, all right. Yeah, just just carry it while you're driving. <laughs> not not a problem. Not a problem. Don't think twice about that. Um, uh, how are you doing, Travis? I I talked oh, a lot I'm about swell. myself. Yeah. Oh, I'm swell. Uh, I you know I'm hanging out, just you know working, shooting the breeze. Uh, you talked about painting earlier. Oh, yeah. uh, some some unsavvy listener may not not to say if you thought this you're unsavvy, but. Uh, they may be thinking with all this moving talk that you're like painting rooms or painting, painting uh, the walls in the house. But no, of course, we're talking about painting 
miniatures and other 3D printed goods. Uh, I spent the better part of this last weekend catching up on some painting. Yeah. Uh, I was v- very happy with the uh, Pickle Rick uh, finally getting his his paint job. Let's see if we can get for our video viewers. Ooh. This is the stuff you miss. This is the stuff you miss out on. Is somewhat unfocused uh, images of stuff that we painted. Um, yeah, so doing doing a lot more painting. Um, feeling better about some of my painting skills, and also equally frustrated with <laughs> uh, just my limited ability and uh, terrible mistakes that I make from time to time. Uh, yeah, uh, that that that, yeah. Thi- that right there. Because I, I said I was gonna, I was watching Evil Dead and and painting. Yeah. Um, like I I wanted to paint, and and the only figurine I had primed was this one. Kind of, it's like a a dragonborn. It's coming off of of flames. Uh, it's got its wings spread, and it's not. It wasn't sanded or anything. It was really. I didn't spend a lot of time preparing it before I primed it. I was just like, oh, I'll, I'll paint this someday. And uh, I wanted to. I wanted to paint the flames going up, and that's what I was doing the other night. And you talk about like being frustrated at like your talent level or your skill level. I should say skill level, right? It's, I don't. It's not necessarily a talent thing. And just looking at it and be like, this doesn't look good. I don't, I'm doing a shitty job. And like still, like still pushing forward, still pushing yeah. the brushes and putting paints and, and then looking at him and I didn't do a good job of this, even though this is just for us. <laughs> We're not doing it yeah. professionally. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm not, I'm not selling these. Um, I will say if I compare this pickle Rick to the first thing I ever tried to paint after getting a 3d printer, um, this is like light years ahead of, of, of that other model. Um, and there's some really like nice details in here. This was really a challenge for me in terms of like mixing paint and mixing paint colors. Cause, um, yeah, I have, (laughs) I have, I have very limited, uh, options in terms of the higher quality paints that I've purchased. And so, uh, being able to consistently get certain colors and, uh, have, have it sort of match across different areas of, of that piece. Um, I was pretty happy with, I also painted this random little mech dude and I just like globbed tons of wash on, on him, oh, yeah. uh, which makes him look like dirty and battle damaged, but also gives like a really cool kind of shadowy effect on it. So, um, and then I busted out the 3d printer. I made an articulated, um, posable dude, uh, which, which I just kind of randomly made him on a whim, but, uh, the files are over on Prusa prints. He's, uh, the lucky 13, uh, guy, but it's on that he's, he's designed to be printed in FDM, which is the, the, the melted plastic, like, like you have. And I found that a couple of times when I've tried to make, any sort of action figure type characters with the resin prints, uh, it's it becomes very brittle at times after it's cured. And so if I try to like snap those pieces together, it just ends up snapping some of the connectors. And that's frustrating. <laughs> uh so 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 that that final guy there is actually the combination of like three different sets that I just those are all the pieces that didn't break, oh. <laughs> and I was I was able to, I was able to make it work. So you, you Frankenstein yeah. the remnants of various Absolutely. prints, yeah. Absolutely. 
but uh printing's fun i while i was doing all of that uh printing and painting um i i my my wife was sick over the weekend uh <gasps> oh no unfortunately so i was like she like had it like flu and all this stuff and i'm like <gasps> all right like i I'll, I'll deal with kids you go and rest and and be by yourself which meant i was like i didn't have her to hang out with so i was doing lots of painting uh and then watching uh catching up on some shows that that i that i've been meaning to catch up on one of those being our flag means death which if you have not heard of this show it's out on hbo max it it, i think the full season is out uh as of now but uh it's um rise darby uh originally i don't know if i'm gonna say originally but my first interaction with him was uh, on flight of the concords yeah um uh Taika Waititi uh directs I think he wrote uh the better part of the show uh, and he also stars as Blackbeard the pirate and uh it's basically it's basically like sort of an alt comedy uh pirate show where a really high society terrible pirate um gets a ship and hires a crew and decides to, he wants to be a pirate and then uh, Blackbeard uh, is like sort of fed up with piracy, and so after a couple episodes, they decide to team up, and uh, it's mm. hilarious. I think I think the show is great. Um, it's got just the right level of like comedy and um, silliness, with then just like grotesque violence, uh, you know, in, in certain moments because um, it's HBO and they yeah. they they, ha- they can they can do that. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's great. Cool. What's so, it called? So, so uh, this station. <laughs> so you're you're already you're already all caught up on uh on Peacemaker then. Yeah, I watched uh all three episodes. <laughs> uh it's too bad. It's too bad. Uh the the show is called Our Flag is means death. Did I not say that? I think you did. Just tra- just yeah. Matt. Uh, just Matt. Yeah, not you. Our flag means death. Yeah. Uh, it's it's listed on on Google as a historical film. <laughs> master um, Master and Commander, yeah. our flag means death. Yeah, it's hilarious. Definitely, definitely recommend uh checking it out. The cast is great. Um it's it's just it's it's have a good day TV. face in the chat saying it's on HBO, so I can't watch. But I feel like his parents certainly have HBO. Uh and if they don't, tell your dad to get HBO. <laughs> So, so you can watch it uh, when you're visiting him and not just using their login. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I, I do. I do want to check it out. I've heard good things about the show. Yeah, and I and I will eventually watch it. Uh, I I'll I'll get another two episodes in and then forget to finish it, just like uh, Peacemaker. <laughs> okay, okay. I haven't all, uh, on top of shows that I haven't started watching. I haven't started watching Moon Knight have not started watching moon Knight. you told me to hold off and i think okay. since then it's been like three episodes so uh third episode will be out this week okay uh, coming out coming out on wednesdays moon Knight. uh i'm i'm watching week to week just like every other marvel series uh and every basically all the marvel and star wars series on disney plus i'm just catching as they come out um i, I know i haven't yeah. watched it yet I tried to watch it the other night instead of something scary <laughs> and and I couldn't remember my Disney Plus login so I said fuck it 
I'll watch Evil Dead 2. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say this about Moon Knight. We won't get into spoilers. Uh, not not that it's it's still a little early for too too many spoilers. Um, but I I will say this about Marvel series in general. Um, the the Marvel the Marvel formula is pretty solid. Um, we're not going to talk about Morbius. That's this. We'll put a pin in that. That's a Sony. Um, It's a Sony movie. It's a Sony movie, and it's driving me crazy that all these people are like, "Oh, it's a it's a bad Marvel movie. Marvel's falling off." It's a Sony movie. Stop. Get educated. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you, you, man. Thank you. Um, but some of the memes are funny, so I'll, I'll give them that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I started watching Moon Knight with Sheena. We watched the first episode. She was just like, I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. What's up with this guy? And by the end of it, she's just like, I, I don't get it. I'm checked out. And so that was like five minutes before the end of the episode, which was like a big reveal at the end of the episode. And then a week goes by. I'm like, all right, you have to watch the last five minutes of the first episode, kind of get in the zone on what's happening there. And then let's watch the second episode. And even after the second episode, she's like, I mean, like I get it, but it's kind of still kind of weird. And I I don't just seems too weird. And my argument back to her was the first couple of episodes of WandaVision, which at this point is like, acclaimed by so many Marvel fans is just a, a an achievement in 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 television and they did such a great job and it's an amazing series you know at least a lot of Marvel fans feel that way I I think we have to give Moon Knight two or three episodes if not more to sort of find its find its pace it the way that they introduce these characters they don't want to rush it and I get that and I appreciate it, but because it's not a movie, like we, some things are played a little bit slower and you're, you're still in that learning about the characters and the environment by episode two or three. And so I think it can be a little bit more confusing, which is why I said to you, this might be better to watch in a binge session or two where you Mm. can get two or three episodes in at a time or just watch the whole thing uh in one in one and, and you're not and you're not you're not the first person to have said something like that i was talking to a, a co-worker uh my my buddy mike thompson and uh he was saying like yeah like the first episode is it's kind of kind of odd uh and, and he and i were talking about wandavision too and he was saying he didn't really like wandavision uh because of those first couple episodes and and maybe that means I would like Moon Knight from the start because it like Wanda. Well, I know Moon Knight is not the same kind of feel and uh, no. as as WandaVision is, right? But like WandaVision was the first Marvel show property to do something like completely different. I think Ragnarok m- might have started kind of being more like pure to, comedy. To a degree, uh, but WandaVision was let's do experimental uh, Marvel stuff here. Uh, and it was a start of the, the Marvel multiverse type thing going on. I yeah. love those first couple episodes, maybe because I'm, I was raised on TV and I would wake up in the morning and I'd watch, I love Lucy and I'd watch three's company and I'd watch all those things. And so it's, it spoke to me in a way that probably didn't 
speak to other people sure who are just jumping into it my 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 concern with WandaVision was less on the stylized homages to classic television my concern was like is this just a gimmick because those first couple episodes outside of a few context clues you don't really know that there's more to the show than a storyline about Wanda and Vision and their yeah. their family together that keeps each episode keeps playing out in like a different style of a different like decade of television. So once they're able to kind of break that mold, which I think happens in the third episode, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, okay, all right, this other stuff's going on, and here's more like continuity and things that make sense. It kind of grounds the show a little bit more, and then I feel like you can go back and appreciate those first episodes knowing the overall context that it sits in. Yeah. That's not that's not a concern with Moon Knight. It's just dark and it's a schizophrenic <laughs> character. And so yeah. you're like, yeah. what's going on with him? But like Moon Knight, I, Mr. Knight, uh Steven and Mark and all these like let me t- let me tell you, if you've as somebody who has not watched a show, I know he's a kind of a schizophrenic character. On Twitter, people talk about all the different personalities. And it, it it's very confusing if you have not watched the show to try sure. to file follow along with the the Twitter discourse. Um, I want to say real quick, Matt, have a good day, face saying WandaVision was his least favorite of the Marvel series. Uh, I, I think that's fair. I think I think some folks all I, there are a good handful of folks that agree with that. I we talk about you. You just mentioned first two episodes kind of sticking with that that gimmick and then the third starting to move away from it i'll be i'll be honest i would have loved them to have kept up with the gimmick more and yeah i mean it's still i mean it continues uh, past two episodes obviously but yeah 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 like yeah. I, but they 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 moved away from the gimmick itself to sure. then going into the more story stuff and for me i, I almost wish that they had uh, not felt it, it felt like they were they took a risk and then from the risk then they then they went into more kind of uh, safe territory by then going into standard marvel stuff uh, sure. i i there was a lost aspect of the first couple of episodes where they just they they sprinkle stuff in um, and maybe it's because the series was so short it was only six episodes same as moon Knight is going to be i think yeah uh, but you know, I, I would have liked to have seen more of that. Having said that, going into Moon Knight, I I expect it to be good. I think I'm more interested to watch all of Moon Knight, all of the episodes, more than I was uh the the Hawkeye show, which I did not finish, uh or start for that matter. <laughs> well, you can't finish if you don't start, I suppose. Yeah, I. <sighs> Hawkeye was enjoyable for me, but it was that was more of a passing of the baton type of type of show, and it it it's it's different, right? Because a lot of these Marvel series, um, they are using the additional time they have to establish characters within the Marvel Cinematic Universe without having to dedicate a full feature film to them, um. 
the 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 problem I'm having right now is outside of Wanda from WandaVision, we really haven't seen any of the Marvel characters make that move from the Disney Plus series back to like the films. Mm-hmm. There we obviously um new Doctor Strange movie uh Multiverse of Madness coming out in May. Wanda's a huge character in that. <laughs> if you if you don't have a Disney Plus subscription and you never watch the series, seeing Wanda in like Endgame and then and then seeing her in Multiverse of Madness, like you're gonna be like, what the heck? Why is she different? Who who is she? Um but I I would say um I I would like to see more payoff with the serialized characters uh, on Disney plus uh, showing up more in the movies and and it's going to happen. I'm, I'm confident it's going to happen, but it just feels like a lot of setup in these series. Um, and I want to see them on the big screen. Yeah. I, I think the, the, the talking about Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness coming out in the beginning of May. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to be the first time that we have seen a movie pull from the the series on Disney Plus, because all the all the Marvel What If stuff, which is heavily featuring Doctor Strange, like I yeah. think we're going to see maybe that version of Doctor Strange in there, maybe some Marvel Zombies, but potentially, uh, um, and and some of the other um, uh, Scarlet witch stuff uh also from yeah. also from wandavision right so i yeah. think i think that but is I mean, what's like, going to bring what bridge the gap bridge the yeah gap. i I'm, I'm just and I, I guess part of me is just curious is is there going to be a big sort of combining type avengers type movie in the future is there going to be something um because we had all these you know, initial setup movies with Iron Man and Captain America, Thor, right? That all of those movies sort of the Incredible Hulk leading into the first Avengers movie. And that first Avengers movie for me really set up what made the Marvel Cinematic Universe different, right? Because you could have all these individual adventures, you could have these individual storylines with these characters, but bringing them together within that continuity and making it feel natural, making it feel like it wasn't forced, like that they belong together in, in that world um, is, is the formula that, that led to the success of the entire, you know, infinity saga uh, where they could continue to do those crossovers and, and ultimately in infinity war and Endgame, like really have that big, you know, um, play, payoff of all of those characters coming together. Yeah, I know Spider-Man No Way Home brought three different Spider-Men together. Like, that was that was cool. But since then, since Endgame, we've had so many new characters show up, or new versions of the characters. Falcon mm-hmm. and the Winter Soldier, you know, new Captain America, um, new Hawkeye coming out with the Hawkeye series. Now Moon Knight uh, starting to come into his own. I how are how are these people going to show are they going to show up with you know shang chi in in a movie are they going to show up with the eternal like 
because because yeah. the movies are coming out too right and so how how is this all gonna you know play together um or or are is it not is are they gonna just do like a big secret wars type thing and be like haha all these people were not actually who they said they were or <laughs> like i and again we've got we've got some big movies still on the horizon um that we've we've seen very little of but have been in production for quite a while so i mean you know, it, kevin kevin feige's got got enough tricks up his sleeve still i think i think it's i think we're in good hands but he has said that they're not there is not going to be another like that there's not another avengers movie coming down the, down the pipe so what what i don't know what that means but, right yeah well it's, i don't think it's going to be called avengers right i don't think it's going to be an avengers movie but if if they're just doing like all these different threads and they mm-hmm. never bring them together, that's a mistake in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Avengers. I I had a I had a thing that I wanted it's gonna to be mention. a new Avengers. It's going to be a young <laughs> Avengers movie. I can't. I can't. I was going to say something. I had I had a point and I screwed it up with the Feige thing. Uh, plus plus I I misspelled screenwriter. I, I don't know how it autocorrected to screen right tet. <laughs> My autocorrect said screen right tet. Like what? You you correct fuck the duck all the time and then you change <laughs> to, to screenwriter to screen right tet. Anyway. Retet. Uh, retet. Anyway, Moon Knight, uh if I hope you like Egyptian history or Egyptian mythology because cause it's deeply rooted in that. And uh but so far, Oscar Isaac's great. I like Oscar Isaac a lot. Uh, Ethan Hawke doing his thing in there as well. Um, I'm excited. Wednesday I'll be watching a third episode. It's gonna happen. So, yeah, go watch Moon Knight mm-hmm. or don't wait, wait and wait and binge it. Just wait, just wait and binge it. Speaking of waiting and binging it, binging. Uh, I have not binged a show in quite a while, and I will continue not to. But I did watch something the other day uh, that I that I wanted to see for a while, and it was. That's not a good segue. Uh, is uh, Edgar Wright's Last Night in Soho, which was was talked about for a long time uh, over on film Twitter. And I'm an Edgar Wright fan. I would have loved to have seen his version of Ant Man with with Paul Rudd, uh, Scott Pilgrim, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, all, all Baby Driver was not my favorite, but it's still decent, right? Last Night in Soho, his horror film, his uh, Jalo kind of homage, uh, featuring the girl from uh, the Queen's Gambit, Queen's uh, Gambit, yep, mm-hmm. and um, another newcomer in that film, a kind of horror film, very, very, very good, and it, it is the 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 story there. I don't know if you're, you're tracking a young woman who's like kind of a fashion designer in modern day London. Uh, is is going to college and she she has this kind of supernatural ability to feel ghosts uh see ghosts in in the mirror and when she gets there she starts uh experiencing these visions about a young girl from the early 60s who uh seems to have been murdered uh and so she starts experiencing all the all these these kind of supernatural events and it makes her seem crazy and what have you it is it is very, very good. The sound design is is amazing. The color that Edgar Wright uses in the film is so great. The editing is perfect. And and Edgar Wright is, we talk about like Baby Driver, the use of sound there. 
uh, Shaun of the Dead was was a really good example too. Uh, and of course, Scott Pilgrim, like he's just very good at utilizing music. Most of the movies you just mentioned all utilize, and you talk about the editing, but that like that like quick snappy cuts of like moving through a sequence very quickly and like oh we need to go to the bar in in Shaun of the Dead and it's like boom 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 right and then like and it's like almost like quick cuts like pouring the drink and then like sitting down you know and then Scott Pilgrim like moving from transitioning from one scene to another like can happen very quickly and like is is that utilized in Last Night in Soho because I feel like with the horror genre like it it almost doesn't like it would it would mess with pacing almost a little bit like like it, I, I don't know do, yeah. is it in there or does it does it feel um sort of like not the right place that that's that's a, that's a actually a really good question uh because even going so far back as the the show that they started with was which was spaced out on the BBC uh with with Ed, uh Sean uh Simon Pegg uh like there's a lot of that like that type of yeah. quick cutting. Yeah. In this movie, there's, there is some, like in some of the more hectic scenes, but it's, okay. it has a horror slant to it. It's sure. not a, it's not a yeah. comedy slant, but it's, it's very sparingly, but he still has just masterful kind of cuts where in, in, in some shots where, uh, there's this one scene where the girl who, She's having this experience of these ghosts. She's she's dreaming, uh, and she's like in walking into a ballroom. Well, sorry the the girl from the lady from the sixties is is walking into like a ballroom, and because the girl in the modern day sees everything through mirrors, kind of experiences things through mirrors. As as the sixties lady is walking down the steps, there's a big mirror that's also surrounding the staircase. And as they're walking down, they're like, they're walking adjacent to each other, but modern woman is in the mirror, 60s girl. And it's just, it's so good. And there's a couple like close up scenes where 60s lady is talking to like a guy and she looks over into the mirror. And as she looks into the mirror, modern girl looks over into the mirror too. And modern girl wants to do something about 60s girl, but she can't. And it, it's very, it's very, very, very good. Um, and the more I think about it, the more I like it and I want to watch it again. And I'm yeah, it's, it's a movie that, it. yeah, since, since the trailer dropped, I've been like, that looks really interesting. It's a movie that I would be interested in watching. Uh, I'm just waiting for it to land on a streaming service, <laughs> uh, as opposed to, to renting it, you It'll know, be, for, for six bucks or whatever. It will be soon. I, I heavily, heavily recommend that. And I talk about sound design because I, I've been, you know, I've, I hung out with my friend Sean, who's out here uh, in LA and, and I've recorded sound. I've been trying to edit sound for him. And so I've been trying to pay closer attention to how sound is, is used in movies. And there's, there's certain things where like in this film, the, the music, the, the music kind of fades in and like it fades into, in a way where it's not like, becomes a like a creep it's, it's so hard to describe it come, becomes like a creepier fade it might be a happy song but how it like leads in is just like perfectly timed to change the the tone where it's like a happy kind of like oh yeah oh we're having fun this is a celebration we're we're in the 60s we're having fun to no it, it's 
that's not it's the the underbelly of it all is very yeah. decadent and prostitution and in kind of an evil type of thing hmm. i don't know very I, interesting very hard to describe but um super good job highly recommend highly recommend also sean is a no-ho and i hung out with him the other night so last night in soho it's probably my last night in no-ho because i was up far too late i had spicy ramen uh earlier that day i had chipotle mm. and the night Ooh. before i had mango habanero wings so i'm I am just now getting my bowels <laughs> to be better. Last, last night in Boho. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, well, speaking of uh, getting your bowels back in order, mm. uh, <laughs> I, I, I am just about to finish uh, my, my podcast beverage of choice, which uh, this week is uh, a 90 shilling by Odell Brewing Company, not a sponsor. Uh, but the reason uh, that is one. that is top of mind uh, is because of an app that I have had installed on my phone for years. I I don't know if it says when I created my account on this app. It should, yeah. Uh, it so I joined in 2015. So me too. Uh, Ju- I, it was probably the same time, July 25th, 2015. June 18th. I probably told you about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Um, and in that time, I, uh, basically this app is called untapped, right? And this is a, a, this is a, a, an app for alcoholics, uh, or people that enjoy, uh, tracking and, um, they enjoy beer and they want to track the, the beers that they've tried and rate them and things like that. Right. So, uh, the app is really cool since, uh, 2015, I've checked in a total of 19 times and have now <laughs> rated 19 beers, uh, which goes to show you that I uh, have approximately two beers a year, I think, uh, ever. Um, no, I just I don't really use the app much. But uh, a good friend of mine, longtime friend of the podcast, loves this app. He uses it all the time. He's he is a beer connoisseur. Bob Carroll. He he spends spends a lot of time <laughs> going out and visiting different breweries and and trying. He is he is the founding member of our snobby beer club, which which goes to say that uh, anything I think brewed or distributed by any of the major American breweries like your Budweisers, your Millers, your Coors, those those folks, uh, we don't touch it, right? We we like to stick to independence, local breweries, things like that. Um, and he's got thousands of beers uh, checked in on this app. Uh, so I was out with with some friends, uh, uh, not with friends. I wasn't. I don't have friends. <laughs> uh, I, I was out with some coworkers uh, at, at a lunch the other day, and we went to a an Irish pub downtown. I got a a flight of local. Uh, beers that are all made in the state and i was like you know what i should i should check these in on that that untapped app and i gotta say the app in in the last you know seven years it's i don't know if it's improved a lot but i feel like it's way better than it was when i first started using it um you the the beers that are in the app already like natively uh it's really easy to find any beer that you're that you're trying, uh, it gives you the opportunity to check in on uh, where you're trying the beer at. So you can, you can different restaurants or things like that. Um, and then you can like rate them. That's like a one to five rating. 
Uh, you can include fra- flavor profiles and all sorts of things like that. Um, and, and really, like, for me, I... I love the idea of being able to kind of go back in the history of this and, and look at beers that I've rated highly or um, different types of beers and see if I can like, if I'm looking for something new, I can, I can compare it to stuff that I've, I've tried before. So I'm, I'm really going to try to, cause I mean, I don't drink a ton, but <laughs> like yeah. when I, when I do, I'd love to be able to at least catalog some of the ones that I've tried in here and uh and on a, <clears throat> excuse me uh while i while i was going through that flight of five different beers one of the breweries that made one of the beers that i checked in like liked the like the post they like cheered the post and so, so like huh. the, the small cool. community breweries that are that are that are uh that are that are putting in a lot of time and effort to to make these beers it's it's a cool little feedback system for them too. So and 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 you you rated them one out of five for that. that. I did. Yeah, I did. No, I <laughs> I didn't. Uh, there was a sour beer in one of those, which I'm not like crazy about sours. Not, not crazy. Uh, not crazy about sours. But uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, My, uh, go, sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. I just I just want to talk about sours for a second. Please do. They're, they're so disgusting. They <laughs> they just taste. They taste. I vomited on beer to like one time is enough, but more than more than one time. And like after you throw up, there's that like there's that kind of like sour acidic like taste that that yeah. is there. Yeah. That is what a sour tastes like to me. Is just like you you throw up the beer and then you're like, you know, I'm gonna drink this again. <laughs> uh so like I, I looked at your history and I saw that you rated the, the sour so low and like, yeah, that that's par for the course. Yeah. So it, and I, I'm trying to be honest with, with my, with my beard and I, I bought a, uh, there's two things that were working against that sour. Uh, one is the flight was supposed to come with a, um, I think it's called Prairie Valley is, is the brewery. Um, which is, it's a, it's another Oklahoma brewery. They, they specialize in sours. They make a lot of sours. Um, uh, Prairie Artisan Ales is, is, is who mm. makes it, but it was supposed to come with their tiny S's beer, which is a 5.9 ABV. That is a sour ale that's aged with Skittles. <laughs> I'll say that again. It is a beer that's aged with Skittles. Okay. The tiny S's by Prairie Artisan Ales. Okay. Um, unfortunately, they did not have that one on hand. So instead, I got a, I think it's a Valley House um, 1109 is what that's called. Or Vanessa House. Uh, mm. Sorry. Mm. Um, and it just, I... I I made sure to to drink it in the middle of the flight <laughs> so that I could, like surround that by other beers that i've i figured i would i would like more uh, which which i ended up in fact liking a, a lot more i did get another vanessa house beer uh from the store recently though their 401k it's great very smashable if you're into into partying <laughs> but uh it's smooth and crisp so okay All right. uh, so if you want to follow along uh on, on another social media app follow us on untapped uh i think i'm at jugglemino on there so yeah Yeah, i don't i don't know what my oh yeah i i'll let me change the my name on my untapped app because it's my old name uh but uh 
Yeah. My so talking about being a noho with Sean the other day, we went to we went to a bar and I tried two different beers and then had a flight. And if I had been more diligent with the untapped stuff, I think I think maybe I would have posted something. Uh but especially if like if you're like with one other person, it feels particularly rude to be like, all right, now I'm gonna I know we're talking. We're probably talking about something important. Uh, we're talking about how my, my new house or relationship issues. Okay. Uh, hold on a sec. All right. I like the hazy IPA. So, he, so, so here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. That, that very thing you're talking about is the reason I think I always bypassed untapped, right? Is the thought that, okay, I'm going to have to go in. I'm going to have to set my rating. I'm going to have to think about the mouthfeel and <laughs> decide some some characteristics of the beer. And I'm, I'm going to have to search and find the right one. And I don't know like how easy that's going to be. Um, I will say they have made the input system very intuitive and quick if you want it to be, right? Mm. If you want to be real pinky in the air, like... Uh, you know, smelling the beers and 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 putting all of that information in, you can do that. Absolutely, you can. But like the the UI is at a point now where you can open the app. The add a beer button is like always there, so you can just add it, uh, slap in a few keywords and find it really quickly. Or you can, if you're like have a can or bottle of beer. There's a barcode scanner in the app now. So you can like open your camera and scan the barcode of the beer and it will immediately find it and bring that up. And then there's a slider for you to be able to quickly rate uh, on, on, the, on the rating scale, mash a couple of buttons to check into the bar that you're at. Or um, if that's something you want to do, you can also just mash a couple of keywords that are typically associated with that beer if you want. And then boom, you're done. Like you can you can input beers really quickly in there if you want to, which in in the, yes does take you out of a conversation potentially, but doesn't. I mean, it's 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 as fast as you know checking a text message. In the t- in the time it. that you were you described that, I checked in with with one of my favorite beers, the Sabretooth Squirrel, and yeah, and I, I just I, I threw it in there real quick, Bing Bang Boom, it was all done. I will say if you're at like one on one at a bar inevitably someone will have to break the seal and then then leave you alone for a couple minutes uh yeah, and then you can just i love it my fave <laughs> says brandon uh, and then you earned like six different badges i know that was the other thing that was the other gratification is like not the using the app in forever and yeah. then checking in like five beers at one lunch i was just unlocking all sorts of badges it was great what i, what I found is that generally there is the like the rating on on the rating scale one through five yeah yeah for the most part our averages are basically like three point six three point seven yeah and then there's the 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 outliers that are like one <laughs> and obviously in saber to squirrel that's my my top right i I have to look at Bob's to see what his average is, and i'm willing i'm willing to i'm willing to wager that it's probably in the threes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well and typically like 
we tend to at least pick things that we think we're going to like typically. Um, that is the neat <gasps> thing about getting what uh, I lost. If, if I, if I lost, if, if I, maybe just Bob likes drinking beer, uh, because his, his I, I think that might be the case. His average rating. What's his average rating? Uh, 4.2. No, man. Up. <laughs> Five. Oh, not that high. Four, four, four point four point six. Ah, so close. Four point four eight is his average rating, and wow. his uh, he has he has. <laughs> this is the he Bob Carroll's beer, beer podcast, unrated, two thousand six hundred sixteen beers, uh, and uh, he has he has two thousand four hundred fifty eight badges unlocked. Um, how many beers does he drink? Uh. It's he, over 2,000. Yeah, 2,642 <laughs> that he's drank out of all time. God, Bob. Oh, let's see. He has he has one that he has rated. Oh, is it is it unrated or it just says none? Oh, let me look at actually. Uh, let's see. 0.25, none. He has one that is 0.75. So let's see what that is. Let's see what that is. Let's see which is is two seventy? Give me a second. I have to uncheck. This is, this is this is great. Boom, boom, boom. Wow, boom, boom. If you if you look at like the bar graph of his ratings, it is very it is almost flat, and then right yeah. up at the end, there's yeah. a big spike. But yeah, yeah, yeah. His lowest rated one is a beer by Ono Brewing Company. It is a stout. It is seven percent ABV, thirty five IBU. It is called Coco. He had that okay. in April of 2019, 420, 2019. So there you not go. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not, not a fan. And, and a fan he it. has notoriously high ratings. So Coco, step it up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, shout out, shout out to Bob. Shout out to Untapped. Uh, if you, if you want to, if you want to follow me, uh, you can get my one to two beers a week that I drink. <laughs> um, uh, you know, you can get those, those notifications on there, but uh, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. It's uh it might be, might be a cool way to find uh, new beers or, or things that I want to try as well. So um, yeah, shout out to untapped way to go. Software developers making a, making a cool little app. That's, there that's for, right. That's right. Yeah. I, I thought, I thought about that. I thought about talking about software development uh, a little bit t- today, but I think, I think once I once I move and once I can spend one or two days a week really focusing on that, once my boss Let's lets me, then then we'll get back into that. Absolutely, absolutely. That business. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's pretty much all I had to chat about. Anything else that's lingering on your mind? No way. That was that was not, that was not it. a chance. <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> All right. Well, then that's going to make an episode for us. Thank you to everybody that's that's listening or watching. Uh, if you are new to the show or you're you're you've just started listening, thank you for being here. Thank you for checking us out. If you have not yet left a review on your podcatcher of choice, please take some time to do that. It really helps other folks find the show as well. Uh, and if you're on YouTube, you can like this. You can comment. Make sure you subscribe so that you. Uh, 
can can get all of our videos over in your your YouTube's feed. Uh, we're gonna head over and do our Twitch only post show. Uh, if you want to be a part of that, make sure you join us on Monday nights over at Twitch.tv/slash Apathetic Enthusiasm. And until next time, I'm Travis and I'm Brandon. Let me just say I've been googling chair rails this entire time, and it is not it is not universally agreed on on what chair rails are or where they came from like i've heard some like oh it's for like cramped dining rooms other people are like ah oh, it comes from the greek uh other people are like yeah it was coined by the shakers who placed wood and pegs on the walls in order to hang chairs on to clean the floor underneath chair rails let me tell you jerry's it, still out it, that's right maybe yeah. we'll never know that's and a post-show that, conversation, everybody. And that's why I'm so creeped out, Travis, is nobody knows where these chair rails came from. Oh, I'm freaking out. Oh. All right, I'm Travis. All right, I'm Brandon. Bye, everybody. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.